Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Travels number 19 episode. And yes, I am here recording a podcast with you tonight. So Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy New Year. Doesn't matter to me what day it is. If I have a great interview, I'm going to bring it to you. And today is such a day. This is my last episode of 2018. And I'll be back in 2019 with new episodes. And finally, the introduction of my Real Travels online magazine. I think 2019 is going to be super special, and I'm really excited and looking forward to it. In the meantime, though, I want to thank everyone for such a successful year of Real Travels. I have a lot in the works, like I said, for next year. I'm excited to bring it all to you, but I want to take time to thank my sponsors. Let's first start with Mario Scalzi of Parker Villas, who's my sponsor for this episode, and you can find him on www.parkervillas.com. I also want to thank everybody who's purchased my book. Um, It's called A Film and TV Lover's Travel Guide. And I want to thank uh, my guests that came on the show, the celebrities who did a celebrity spot on Real Travels this year, and especially to you, my listeners, who have given me great feedback, a lot of listens, retweeted me. It's been just so much fun. I love doing this podcast. I'm really excited about doing more next year and with different guests. And I mean, we took so great, we, you know, we had a great travel, um, you know, time this year. We talked about the land of Oz. We talked uh, to Darlene Newman. We talked to Georgette Blau, who runs the on location tours. We talked to people at Laurel and Hardy Museum. We talked about my favorite movie, Shawshank Redemption. Uh, tonight is actually a new um, Halloween, not Halloween, Holiday Baking Championship, and we talked to Nacho, who was one of the previous winners um, on one of my episodes. Uh, just so much fun. I mean, we had Chris Jericho from WWE. I've had Jillian Michaels. I mean, just an absolute blast, and I'm just looking forward to season three. So, you know, I'm also going to be bringing you more stories about with fans like you who share what I love to do, and that's traveling to their favorite film and TV locations. But, uh, you know, in the, in the meantime, you know, we have a lot to talk about. I've been busy, busy, busy. Um, I, you know, you guys might have noticed I've skipped a couple of weeks, but that's because I was busy with work and busy watching movies lately. And it's really weird because I'm going to be completely honest. My daughter is actually in the studio watching me right now, and I've never had anybody stand here and watch me. So, you know, I just want to give her a shout out. Hi, Sammy. Hi, Mom. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas. 
So that is my daughter, Sammy. I've mentioned her on the air before, the things that we do and the places that we've gone when we went to Chicago and we went to Boston, and that was um, a blast. So she's actually home for college, and she'll go back in a few uh, weeks, and then she graduates in May, and the world awaits her. In the meantime, she just wants to sit and stare at me while I do my podcast. <laughs> so, But we do, we have seen a lot of movies lately. I'll give you a little one-liner on what I felt about each. You want to join me in on, in on this one? Because I've actually seen many of these movies with you. That's true. So let's start with Aquaman real quick. Uh, one-line re- feedback. Very ridiculous and silly, but fun. I agree with that. Uh, welcome to Marwin. Uh, really well done and under-advertised. That I agree with, too, because it's not getting very good publicity, and I don't think it's because it's a bad movie. I think it was because it was badly publicized. Please go see that movie. The story is amazing. The movie is really good. It's definitely underrated right now, and I don't want to see it getting the negative, continuing continuing to get the negative press it's getting. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Absolutely no complaints. It's a beautiful movie. It is. We gave it a 10 out of 10, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't see Green Book with me, but I saw Green Book, and it's also a very well-done movie. It's got a lot of Oscar buzz, well-deserved. Ralph Breaks the Internet. That's a nice, fun movie, uh, as good as the first, I'd say. I actually liked it better than the first one, and no, I'm not giving you a moment to tell the world <laughs> that I fell asleep for two minutes in the first one. I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> you did not come see The Grinch with me, but I thought The Grinch was really cute. I do still like the original better. I actually like Jim Carrey's The Grinch really, you know, yeah, a, a lot. Know. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, but this was cute. I just didn't like the guy's voice. Um, whoever voiced Benedict him. Cumberbatch? It was Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Um, I love Benedict Cumberbatch as an actor, but his voice didn't match up with what I expected to come out of the Grinch. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> so did you see Nutcracker with me or was it your sister? That was okay, so that was your sister. I'll leave your, your sister out of this one, but Nutcracker was also really nicely done. Um, and Bohemian Rhapsody. I think that's a, an amazing movie, and I love Freddie Mercury, so I'm a little biased. How many times did you see it? I saw it twice, but I'd see it more times. And she's also asked me for the poster, so that should tell you how much she likes it. <laughs> but uh, next week, so before I get into next week, I'm going to let her go do her thing. But thank you for stopping by on Real Travels today and telling me about the movies that we've seen. I'm honored to be a guest. Yes, you are. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get back to business here. So next week, I'm going to go see Mary Poppins, which I'm really excited about. And I'm also going to go see The Mule. So I've been binging The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is fantastic, uh, marvelous. I've been busy writing for such sites as FF2 Media um, and writing for Netflix Life, working on some major book projects. It's been a really, really busy time around here. But I'm really looking excited. I'm excited. I'm stumbling over my words today. I have not had any eggnog. I'm hoping to be back on the road next year. This year I was sidelined, as everybody knows, early on in the year with some breast cancer treatment, but that's over and behind me. I'm feeling healthier. I'm feeling better, and I'm ready to get back on the road, bring you some more great stories, and to, like I said, start that um, magazine and even some YouTube stuff going on. So with all that said, let's get now to my special guest interview today because it's almost midnight here and I need to get to bed if Santa's going to deliver what I want in 2019. So enjoy the interview. 
So my very special guest today on Real Travels has done just a few things in his career. So let's see if everybody can keep up. He's won a major television talent show, had a starring role in Greece on Broadway, had his own show in Vegas, has had certified gold and platinum records, written his autobiography, owns a popular restaurant in Alabama, and has been the host of three successful seasons of State Plate, a foodie travel show you can now watch on Amazon Prime, which I've been binging because I couldn't get it before Amazon Prime, and I have been binging it all week, and it's awesome. So please don't ever say to me, what has Taylor Hicks done since winning American Idol? It's more like what hasn't he done since winning American Idol and what can't he do? Welcome, Taylor, to my show. Thank you so much for being here today. What an intro. That's a that's tiring. <laughs> that's one well, of the greatest the intros that somebody has ever given me. Oh, wow. That's um, a mouthful. I'm glad you can't. <laughs> well, look at how much you've accomplished. I mean, come on. You know, it's, it's, you can't minimize it. And when you really just, like, read it out, it, it's amazing. I mean, you've done so much. And, and now apparently you're back in the studio again writing new music, which I'm really excited about. Is that what's going on with you right now? It is. Yeah, I've been in the studio. Um, I'll, I'll be in the studio up and almost up until Christmas Eve, to be completely honest, trying to get this record done. It's It's been a labor of love, um, you know, uh, being able to, to, to have a record that you've basically put your heart and soul into. It's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch, to watch it be released. When can we expect, to have it and can you give me a little bit of an idea you said a labor of love talk to me a little bit about is there like a theme to the album or a little bit about the songs you might be able to tell us about yeah there's uh you know there's 10 songs on the record uh, you know they're all either co-written or written or you know there's a couple of covers on there um you know it's uh it, it's kind of my you know i was thinking back about some of the you know, some of the records that I loved, um, Tupelo Honey was one of my favorite Van Morrison records. And, and interestingly enough, it was almost like you took this Irishman and you ran him through the Texas countryside and, and he recorded all of this music as, as an artist and kind of just was a sponge and in kind of a, a Texas swing, uh, Southern kind of soul feel. And, and a, a lot of this record that I've written and some of the sounds kind of kind of mimic a little bit of the Tupelo Honey record, and I, I feel like uh, Tupelo Honey was was very similar to Astral Weeks was on par with him, you know, Vance, uh, you know, his masterpiece. So I think what you could say about this particular record for me is that it has a lot of Southern soul undertones, but yet it it, it leaves you know it's got a rootsy sound. I wouldn't say country really. You know, I, I would mm-hmm. just say rootsy and uh, and southern and soulful. You know, and that's uh, and that's who I am as an artist. And luckily, I was you know given the platform to you know create a record where um, it's just uh, it's just my voice. I didn't have anybody looking over me. I didn't have anybody uh, you know telling me what to sing and telling me when to sing it and how quickly I have to sing it so we could sell it. Uh, it's uh, 
that's just been a really wonderful part of this project. There's really not been a timetable, which is good because it allows for creativity um, and it allows the, the I's and the T's to be dotted and crossed uh, again and again and again. It's funny. I had an engineer tell me <clears throat> she was a sweetheart and she said, you know, you're just going to have to just put it out there. You can't just you know, you're beating a dead horse here, you know? So it's like, <laughs> I think ultimately we're at the end of that uh, psyche for me and uh, it'll be released this spring, uh, late spring probably. You know, the idea is you, you have new product, you tour it. You know, that's the, uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of the way the lay of the land is with, uh, you know, with uh, pushing music. And I mean, I, I enjoy live, I, I mean, you know, the live show is, you know, I, I, I excel because I've been doing it so long. So, I, I mean, I feel like your live show has to be uh, on par or if not better these days with uh, with the music that you record. You are awesome live, and um, I, I've seen you several times, and it, just so much fun and so much energy. Um, but you took off the last few years to do Stay You took off from recording. Tell me, like, why did you decide to, to turn to television and do a show? Was it your idea? Like, who, who got it started for you? Well, you know, the idea, you know, I was, I was born on television. And when I, when I say that, um, you know, the, the, in the medium in which people, you know, got to know me, so to speak, is through the medium of television. I mean, it was musical, Mm -hmm. but it was, it was television. So there's something familiar with, you know, the, 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 you know, people, remembering me or you know there's some familiarity there where you know it's just a smart play to always you know go back and and make sure that you're always looking at as many opportunities as you can in the medium in which you were born which is television so I always kind of had my ear to the ground you know for a hosting job I did a little hosting um with uh with fox uh news channel um during the idol run and the finales and stuff like that so i was you know i mean all of us that are on that show that are still in entertainment you know especially my season you know i can only speak for my season but uh, you know there was no you know when your head hit the pillow and you close your door to your room is when there wasn't a camera when you opened that door to your bedroom that morning, then there was a camera there. So we got very familiar with cameras very quickly, all of us did. And it was just a second nature, which I think is a really – it's kind of a crash course, but I also feel like that it's it was instrumental in some of us being able to perform the way that we did because we got so comfortable with the camera very fast. So it was uh, – it's just – you know, it's kind of second nature for me. I mean, and I enjoy meeting people, you know, and I enjoy, I mean, I, I've not done scripted television. I did Law and Order. I did a gig where I actually was the, the Simon Cowell of uh, of the television show that we did, uh, which is kind of hilarious. Like, I never thought in a million years that, you know, that they, they would want me to do a 
you know, a bit part where I'm actually, you know, ha- I have some of Simon Cowell's, um, you know, some of his <laughs> mannerisms, which is, you know, his anger and stuff, which is kind of funny. But, uh, you know, it's just, you know, TV's always been, you know, it's been great. I, I, I enjoy I'm comfortable uh, around it. And uh, I love meeting new people. I love the hosting thing. I mean, I'm just you know, you, there's a lot to learn when you're, you know, when when you're on the road and you're you're hosting a show uh, like State Plate. You know, you, you know, you're everything's on the fly, which is which is good because again, it's, you know, State Plate's kind of a crash course in hosting television. You know, the way that the, you know when you're shooting on the road and, you know, and, and not in a bad way whatsoever, but when you're, when you're shooting on the road, um, you know, you've got four vans. You know, it's almost like you know, some sort of governmental, you know, carpool or something where you just, you know, you pull up and the van swing open, you know, and, you know, just fall out. You know, here comes, you know, here comes, you know, here comes Taylor, you know, and, and it's it was a great way to learn, and I'm still learning, you know. It's, uh, so it's always good, to, I mean, to, to go back and really make sure that, that you're looking at every opportunity from that angle. Now I'm going to see if I can't job, re- you know? paraphrase that in like mm-hmm. four words as opposed to 1600. <laughs> You're <laughs> no, Let's, no, I'm, no, I'm chatting Kathy today, and I don't know why. <laughs> that works for me though. Um, but you know, you did three seasons, and you really look. Food is like second nature to you I mean the restaurant and you being such a foodie and and it it just you look so comfortable doing all of what you did on the show now my podcast being about film and tv travel I mean there's so many people who look at like the food network or your show and go hey I want to go there because Taylor told me I need to come here and check this out did you ever hear from people who said thanks to you I went to so-and-so and tried the foods you mentioned yeah, um, yeah, I've I've had a few people do that. You know, uh, it, it, that's just you know, it, it's really I guess it's gratifying that that you could um, you know have that influence. But you know, I always like to say you know when you're in Alab when you're an Alabamian, you know, it's it's hard not to have a palate. You know, it's just we love food down here. We always have. I mean, it's it's all of this you know, very scrumptious southern food and rich and, you know, buttery and, you know, oily, you know, sweet, <laughs> you know, there's all of these, mm-hmm. you know, these tastes of the palate here in the heart of Dixie. Uh, and it, and it, you know, it, it's really, I'm really blessed to have the palate because I really feel like I know what things taste like and if they're good. And, you know, I, there's been some things on that show that, I've wanted to spit out, but I've had to hold my tongue, you know. Um, but it's uh, it's great, you know. I, I, I get a lot of uh, satisfaction trying to, you know, lead people in the right direction, and especially if they have a, a neat experience from a culinary perspective. Mm-hmm. It's funny because that was actually one of my questions: is were there were there things that you wanted to spit out? Because I always we always watch these food shows where everybody's like, "Oh, that's marvelous." And yeah. I want to see a real honest show when somebody puts it in their mouth and goes, I would never eat this. <laughs> um, well, I well, mean, to be completely you, honest here, 
you know, I had something on the show, and I, I don't know if I can get in trouble. But now that the show's, now that the that we've done all fifty episodes, I'm, I can't get fired anymore. Um, so <laughs> we, uh, uh, so we did this thing called Eskimo ice cream in, in Alaska, and uh, you know, it was a very traditional. You know, it, it, it's the furthest thing from ice cream you could possibly imagine, but the, it, it had whale blubber in it. And, uh. you know, as a good old Alabamian, you know, what, you know, it's, it, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't even know if I could spell whale blubber, much less say it. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it, it's, it was, uh, off of, you know, this was actually uh, obviously edited out, but, uh, I mean, I've got this bowl, and there's this, you know, hunk of whale blubber, and there's this beautiful waterfall that's in behind it, you know, and the cameras are rolling, and, you know, everybody's, you know, kind of like, I feel like Mikey sometimes, you know, he's going to eat it, he's going to eat it, you know, I mean, it, he, so I take this bite of whale blubber, and I couldn't help it, I mean, it's, you know, the most foreign tasting thing and the furthest away from good old Alabama that you could possibly get. And it just, I had this, you know, this wave of, I guess you could say, and I just, you know, tilted the head back to the side and just, and away the whale blubber went into this waterfall. So <laughs> it, was, oh, uh, it was pretty funny. I mean, that, and that, you know they they really don't want you know I mean I don't think they obviously edited that out but you know I mean obviously traditionally it was you know it was good but there are some mm-hmm. things on the show that you know weren't so good but that's you can't do fifty plates I I'm I think that there was about a hundred and eighty different sides desserts like we we did about a hundred eighty so there was almost two hundred different types of food and when you're getting into those kinds of numbers you're going to run into a few that you don't like you know oh absolutely um let me ask you too because we have you ever you know we talked about people being inspired by you to go try things and before i get to the question really fast i'm going to tell you in the interviews that i've done with you i've asked you two food questions one of them was years ago and it was i was heading down south what should I taste while I'm down there? And your recommendation was sweet tea. I had never had sweet tea. My family can tell you I'm a sweet tea addict now. And I was going to Green Bay, and I asked you, what should I have there? And you had said, try the deep-fried cheese curds, which I had never had. I tried them, and they were very, very good. They're not something I would eat every day, but they were very, very good. So on that note, what (laughs) – when when you watch TV, I mean, are you inspired, whether it be by a TV show or a movie, to go out and see something that you've seen on TV? And what was it? Um, or even a movie? You know, that's a really great question. Um you know, believe it or not, I love the, um, you know, I I, I kind of grew up around a little bitty diner and and um, a little hot dog diner when I was a kid. Um, my uh, family friends had this little hot dog diner 
you know, little bitty small place in Center Point, Alabama called uh, Reese's Hot Dogs. And um, so, you know, I kind of grew up in a, you know, I kind of would go there after school sometimes. And uh, it, I just love the way that the place smelled. I just like those old school diners. Um, mm-hmm. And that, I guess that kind of, you know, that, that, nostalgic, you know, feeling about growing up kind of around it a little bit. I always love, I always see those, the diners, drives, dine-ins, those, I really enjoy watching those little bitty, those little bitty diners that you don't know about where you can go in and, you know, you, 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 it's just so, you know, homegrown. Um, you know, Guy Fieri does a great job with that. Uh, and I just, that's something that I love to watch. I mean, I love to watch all those shows that have all those little bitty, you know, home hometown little restaurants that people really, really care about, you know, how how they would prepare grilled cheese. Now, it's only four ingredients, but, you know, you can put a lot of love in that, you know, and I feel like the simplicity is is just as important uh, from a culinary perspective artistically. Um, in that in that way, and I just love you know less is more. You know, music is funny. Like you know, as a harmonica player, you know, there's there's all you know. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of insight here. You know, there's, there's not there's uh, not a lot of harmonica on this record on this new record, but there is. And when it when it you hear it, it's going to mean a lot more when you hear it on the record than. Then it's throughout. So I feel like when I see these these diners and, and all these little small establishments, and then, then knowing I kind of grew up around a little hot dog diner. I mean, <clears throat> there's some simplicity in that, but you can put as much love and as much creativity as if you could, you know, a James Beard winning award re- restaurant. You know, it's all about the love and the caretake of a place. So those mm-hmm. kind of shows, you know, chili is one thing. I think meatballs. I mean, I've watched. I think if the first thing that I do when I, you know, and I've watched, you know, these these shows, if you go into an Italian restaurant, the first thing that you need to do is go straight into the Italian restaurant and order the meatball. You don't have to. The meatball is the complete litmus test of an Italian restaurant. You can see how well the kid, how artistic, how how much they care. If they just throw ground beef, if there's not ingredients in the meatball, I mean, it's like a. I love those kinds of things. That's I have a passion for, just as much passion for food as obviously I do music. Well, this Italian agrees with you about the the, the meatball analogy. <laughs> I was about to say, so true. I, I was about to say, I was like, you know, I was like, I, I need to be treading lightly here on my on my Italian knowledge, you know. But <laughs> I really believe, you know, I really believe that that. Um, you know, I mean, there, there's foods <clears throat> like that that I love that can really – you can tell so much about, you know, the, the establishment or, or the food just by one little staple thing. You know, whether the co- – how good the coffee is in a diner is, is kind of the similarity between that and a, and a meatball in an Italian place, you know. Let me ask you a question. What ingredients do you like to see in an Italian meatball? I use a combination of 
pork and um, ground beef. So, because the pork, the ground pork gives it some extra moisture. Now, I'm not an expert. I do okay on the meatballs, but that's what I like to see. I like to see a combination of meats because um, it gives it a little bit more flavor. Well, see, that right there is just something that, you know, people probably were like, oh, I never knew, you know, this is, you know, I, I think those kinds of things are important and can just really, mm-hmm. you can tell a lot about the love. And, you know, owning saws here in Alabama, um, you know, we do, obviously pork is, you know, in Alabama is our thing, you know, we smoke pork. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we do. So, you know, there's a lot of similarities in the same kind of the way that you would smoke pork as this is the Italian meatball, you know. So we've got Alabama white sauce, which, you know, you asked me where what I should do. If I'm going to, through Alabama and I want to try some food, you know, the Alabama white sauce on, on grilled chicken is, is pretty pretty amazing. And it's become a staple. Oh, wow. Here in Alabama, wow, that's, and it's kind of been. No, that sounds awesome. awesome. I mean, that's definitely what I'm going to put on my list for when I hit the road next year. And you know, I know that you're you're a busy man. I have just a, just a, another question or two for you. But I noticed that on Twitter, yeah, you time. since it's, it's okay. the holiday we, we got, season, we got a little time. We got a little time. We got a little time. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. But I noticed, yeah. like on Twitter, somebody asked you what your favorite holiday um, movie was and you mentioned a Christmas story and I was wondering if you had actually been to the Christmas story museum in Ohio and if you even, you know, might've even known you could go. <laughs> had no idea that there was a, uh, uh, that there was an actual store. Believe it or not, we were, um, I had a show in uh, my hometown of Birmingham uh, not too long ago and we were, thinking about ordering the, the, the leg lamps and putting those all over the stage for, uh, but we couldn't, you know, we couldn't get, we couldn't order 25 leg lamps and they get here, <laughs> they, you know, they get there in time. But um, the, it was the thought that counts. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, speaking of real, you know, that's a really, that's a real movie, you know, that, that you know, I, I love that movie and it's kind of apropos for this time of year for sure. You know, we, you and I have talked a lot about music, and in the past we've talked about sports and stuff. Did you watch a lot of television growing up, like, you know, regular sitcoms and, and what or dramas, and what were some of your favorite ones? You know, I loved, um, I loved the, 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 good, the Good Morning Vietnam uh, movie with Adrian Cronauer. Mm-hmm. I did actually, you know, Robin Williams, Adrian Cronauer was a natural entertainer, um, and I'd studied uh, – I studied a lot on Adrian Cronauer, believe it or not, and I, and obviously Robin Williams played a, you know, a beautiful role uh, in that. And uh, you know, Cheers. I mean, you know, you're you're. I mean, I was more. I was I, I was completely submerged in Ray Charles, and you know, I was going through. I was, you know, I, I caught some sort of weird, obsessive, super obsessive, compulsive disorder on um you know rhythm and blues singers and jazz artists uh folk you know i was so i really didn't you know tv wasn't around but the big stuff was cheers a little bit some movies that were big and um but you know mostly you know it was i was 
you know, I was in I was in the throes of developing an ear. Mm-hmm. You need to see the Green Book, that movie that's out now. It's so uh-huh. good, and I think you would love it. It's really about the jazz time in the Deep South back in the fifties, and it's probably cool. going to win a several um, Oscars. And I think you would really enjoy it. Um, well, thank you. I'll, so, I'll, I'll I'll take you up on that. Um, awesome. And I wanted to just have a minute of fun with you before you go. And I have a list of favorites, both food and, and a few film TV ones that I want you to just rattle off what comes to the first thing that comes to your mind. And then I will let okay. you get back to doing what you do best, and that's making music. So let's start <laughs> with favorite ice cream flavor. Butter pecan. Favorite chocolate candy? Uh, Kit Kat. My daughter will love you for that. Favorite Italian dish? <laughs> Meatball. <laughs> Favorite food of all time? Beer. <laughs> Favorite way to cook a steak? Uh, black and grilled. Cajun seasoned. Okay. Favorite favorite pizza topping? Black olives. Favorite veggie? Brussels sprouts. And before we get to the next one, favorite dessert? Anything. <laughs> Good answer. Okay, now just a few film and TV ones. We mentioned favorite TV sitcom. You talked about Cheers. Favorite cartoon? Mighty, Mighty Mouse. Mouse. That does date you. Um, do you watch Marvel movies? Uh, no. And your favorite classic movie? Gone with the Wind. And finally, what's the one place you want to travel to but haven't yet? Russia. Really? Oh, wow. Um, well, I've had so much fun as usual talking with you today, and I can't wait for that new album to come out. And I want everybody out there to go out and watch all three seasons of State Plate, um, which you can binge on Amazon Prime right now. And follow Taylor on Twitter at Taylor Hicks. And Taylor, you're awesome. Thank you so much for hey, coming on the so show. Much. And, always, and the best of always holidays. A pleasure. Always a pleasure chatting with you. And Merry Christmas to everybody. And Merry Christmas to you guys and to all the Soul Patrollers out there. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, you know, it, it, as Taylor said, always a pleasure talking to me. Uh, I've interviewed him multiple times um, throughout his career, starting back on Idol. So this is always fun to kind of, you know, take the interview to another level and, and talk about new things. I'm excited about his music coming back out in the spring. It's been a while since he's put out some music, so that should be fun. And I um, already talked to him, and we'll get back together and do another interview back in the spring when he drops that album. So in the meantime, though, it's holiday time. It's after 12 o'clock here, so official Merry Christmas to all of you. And again, a very, very happy New Year. And I will see you guys back in 2000. 19 and we will bring you more episodes and a lot more fun here on real travels in the meantime make sure you start getting those travel plans ready for 2019 happy new year everybody
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.